Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Let me get into this uh, into this topic uh, here. So, um, yesterday, and I think probably over the last week, but yesterday for sure. ESPN first take went to, I think, um, Shannon Sharp's alma mater, Salem State or something like that. I don't remember the school particularly, but that's where they've been. They've been doing these live shows, right? Um, and on various days, they brought in various guests. I think at one point they even brought in Shannon Sharp's uh, brother, Sterling Sharp, to the, you know, to the to the debate desk. So it's been a pretty, you know, successful campaign. And they've been doing different things, kind of the undisputed way, making things interesting, uh, interacting with the crowd and all of that. So during the show yesterday, they were um, doing this kind of interactive list where you were there, uh, you were supposed to rank the top five players. And I believe it was Stephen A. Smith's top five NBA players of all time. And then he started to go and order and put up the players. And then what would happen is the various people that were on the show would then react to uh, Stephen A. Smith's list. And like, I agree with this. I disagree with this. I agree with this. And I disagree with this. So. Stephen A. Smith was putting up his rankings, and I know in his top, uh, I think his top two for sure, he has Jordan number one, he has LeBron number two, he has Bill Russell at number five, I think he has Magic Johnson uh, at number four, and I know for sure Kobe didn't make his list. So, he's doing all of that, right? And people are kind of going back and forth. And then at one point, the crowd starts chanting Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, the, the crowd, right? The crowd started because he's Kobe, the people's champion. People started chanting for Kobe and they didn't say nothing. And they're kind of going back and forth talking about each other's list. And then uh, Stephen A. Smith talking about why he has Magic Johnson up there. And then Shannon Sharp says to him on live TV, he's like, hold on. Why are you not making the same excuse for Kobe the same way you did for Magic by having Magic in your top five, but him needing Kareem and James Worthy to win all of those championships? And you didn't mention you didn't have that same energy for Kobe Bryant. And then as soon as he said that, Stephen A. Smith was rendered speechless on live TV. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. 
they put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So what we want to do is want to play this exchange for you guys, and then we're going to come back and give you guys our thoughts. Take a listen to this exchange here. Excuse me, they struggled with yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, he was only around 30 years. Go ahead, go, go ahead, man. No. You know who else is missing off the list? Oh. Earl DePerl. Kobe Chance. Go ahead, go ahead, Shannon. This is Shannon. Go ahead. You got the ball. I got you. I got you. Go ahead. So you got LeBron one, Jordan two. It's not gonna stay up there for a reason okay. because they know it's wrong. Just hold on to it. <laughs> they know it's it. wrong. It's it. not gonna. It's not gonna stay up there. And, and who you got three? Who you got three? And Kareem uh -huh. and Magic and Russell. I got Wilt here. Wilt instead yeah, yeah. of Russell. Yes. Okay. Allow me. I, I've heard enough. I've heard <laughs> enough of the blasphemy. Okay. Allow me. Number Sorry, one. A lot of people out there was asking, why not Kobe Bryant? Love Kobe to death, miss him to death. Here's the deal. Kobe Bryant was number two to Jordan, number one. And number two, he's not the greatest Laker of all time. He's oh. not. Three of those titles came with Shaq. In his prime. At the Pick player. one, sir. You can't have both. You gotta be one or the other. And I'm because, mad. and because you picked Shaq, then obviously Kobe's not there. So I got Kobe behind Magic as a Laker and behind Jordan as a two guard. Now we get to Russell instead of uh, Will Chamberlain instead of Russell. That's your nemesis. And you can appreciate where I'm going, mm -hmm. coaches. Both of you. If you have a specific nemesis, there's a lot of components that go into winning. But one can't outwin you 11 to 2. That's what happened. There's no way. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but you got to understand, out of 12 players, Bill Russell had eight Hall of Famers. What about leadership? You're a leader. Yeah, they talk, yes, we were at yes, Savannah State yes, yesterday, were yes. we not? Did they not talk about your leadership? Yes. Well, where was Wilf's leadership? I mean, honey, uh, okay. but they say the argument that you use for Shaq and Kobe, why don't you use it for Kareem and Magic? Well, that's a lengthy All conversation. All I know is okay. this, the coaches, both Cleo and LaTanya, came with the strong, bold they're, they're takes. Wrong. I see where you get they're it from wrong. here at Winston-Salem They hurt State. my feelings. So you heard uh, the exchange there, right? And funny enough, when Shannon Sharp pointed out that point, that was something I didn't even consider. That's number one. Number two, uh, Shannon Sharp is out here saying things he's not supposed to be saying. Because by making that argument for Kobe, you you have a very good reason to put him in your top five, and we don't we then got to go and scrutinize some of the players in their top five in their in the top five at least his top five, and say, but hold on, these these guys didn't win those championships on their own. So why we why we excluding Kobe over this guy, right? So that was the first thing. The second part is this, and this is what I truly believe. I truly believe that Stephen A. Smith doesn't have one single reason or one single good argument for not having Kobe in his top five. I believe that Stephen A. Smith's top five is a political top five. This is what I believe. I believe his top five is done in a way where 
he can maintain relationships. That's what I personally believe. I don't believe that's what he really did. I believe he's picking a list that can appease certain people so he can keep certain relationships going. I believe he has LeBron in his top five to appease LeBron in his camp because he's mentioned many a times how they have tried to reach out to him for, for him not having LeBron as number one. We know that. I believe he, I, I probably believe he thinks MJ is a go, but I also believe he's doing that to kind of maintain that relationship. I believe the same thing about, uh, what is it? I believe the same thing about Magic Johnson. Now, I don't know where he, he had Kobe Bryant uh, when Kobe Bryant was alive, but I believe a lot of this has to do with relationships as well. Stephen A. Smith is a politician. Uh, Stephen A. Smith is a politician and he's playing politics here. Some of those picks are political picks. Uh, that's what I that's what I truly believe to me. Listen, uh, if you don't have Kobe Bryant in your top five, that's one thing. But if someone asks you, OK, explain why you don't have Kobe in your top five and you can't give a sound argument, then yeah, I think you start to lose credibility quickly. Uh, to me, I can make a case or I've at least tried to make cases in the past as to why I believe Kobe Bryant is a top five guy of all time. I know for a fact that Shannon Sharp thought Kobe Bryant for a very long time was top two. Now, I don't know how Kobe Bryant went from being top two on his list and then fell out of his top five. And I think he's number eight or number nine on Shannon Sharp's list. I don't know how that happened. And then somehow he catapulted LeBron all the way to number one. Uh, and now you're seeing the you're seeing how that's paying dividends for you by by basically you know, uh, uh, you know championing LeBron James all this time, and then look what look what just happened yesterday. To me, listen, um, I think Kobe Bryant is top five. Where you rank him is up to you. I certainly think that a lot of NBA players think that. Uh, maybe the media has certain agendas why they pick certain players. Uh, but yesterday was a bit surprising to see Shannon Sharp quickly just kind of expose dude like yo, okay, so what's your reason for this? And he was speechless. He had nothing to say. He was like, well, I'll explain that later. There is no explanation for that later. There, it, the fact of the matter is you were making up reasons to not having have having Kobe in your top five. And those same reasons you were basically making up to not have Kobe in the top five were the same exact reasons you're putting other players in the top five. So you help let like let's make sense. Let like let make it make sense. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now let's continue to the next segment. Yesterday evening was some type of evening, boy. All hell broke loose yesterday. All hell broke loose yesterday. What am I talking about? Well, as you guys know, LeBron recently played against the Miami Heat. And I'm going to paraphrase quickly. He was talking about his time there, how he appreciated it, how it was great, and all of that good stuff. But then LeBron, um, LeBron essentially said that... Um, uh, what is it that he believes that he would have been just no just as dominant that's the word he used just as dominant had he played uh had he never had he never joined the Miami Heat uh, that's what LeBron said right um and he was reacting to some comments that were made on ESPN first take earlier in the day uh, predominantly by Shannon Sharp where Shannon Sharp said, LeBron, stop capping. There's no way. We're not even having a GOAT discussion if you don't go to Miami. LeBron took exception to that. So LeBron took to Twitter and he said, you're damn right. I will still be the chosen. I will, st I, I will still be. I'm chosen. Ain't nothing changing that. Maybe less rings, but dominant from start to finish. So that's what LeBron uh, pretty much said, right? So I was going through the internet and um, some channel. I forgot the channel, but then. 
I even saw a video from Gil's arena where, you know, they had Gilbert Arenas' picture in the thumbnail and he looked perturbed. Uh, and he was responding to the comments of whether or not LeBron needed to go play in my, with Miami. And when I clicked on the clip, um, Gilbert Arenas was pretty, pretty upset at Shannon Sharp. Like he wasn't whole, he wasn't mincing words, he even acts, yo, play the audio. Uh, and he was basically calling out Shannon Sharp for basically breaking rank. So what we want to do is we want to play exactly what Gilbert Arenas said on his show. And then we're going to come back and react to this comment. Take a listen to what Gilbert Arenas had to say here. Will LeBron still be the same player if he never played for the Heat? Yeah. No question about it. You think he would still have two champ those two championships, but somewhere else? Yeah. Mm. In Cleveland, if he stayed. Mm. Yeah. So what happens there, Gil? I don't think he went what into happened? if does he, he stays not leave? in Cleveland. Huh? He, so if he doesn't go to, to Miami, does he leave? Yeah. Does he go somewhere yeah. else or he, he stays? Does. And you saying wherever he goes, he's gonna win championship. Really? I don't mm -hmm. know. Really? Yeah. So he, really? He'd have yeah. went west? Championship. He'd have beat Kobe? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think any other team really? would have allowed him to do that? Whatever the fashion, whatever the hell they did. I think people are, him. I think people, well, I feel like you want to play Shannon Sharp first? Or? I don't think we have it accessible. Okay, so. Yeah, I heard, Shannon, I heard Shannon Sharp, and, you know, that, that was weird because, you know, he's supposed to be a LeBron supporter. All right. I think he's keeping it real, Gil. No, he's keeping it, he's keeping it false. He's keeping Wait, it what is Shannon Sharp saying? Real. Okay. Uh, well, let's, 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 let's then put it in perspective. When LeBron James was a free agent, him and him, Bosh, and Wade and Mike Miller were teamed up. So in theory, wherever he went, they were going to they were going to win championships because it was four of them together. That's the narrative that they're not understanding. So if it was Heat, if it was New York Knicks where they were supposed to go, they were going to dominate because four of them was coming together. It wasn't just him going. The Knicks messed the trade up by signing Amari Stoudemire because they didn't know what LeBron and them were doing. So they signed Amari, and then they're like, we don't, we don't want to play with Amari. We, we have our crew, right? And then they said, all right, well, let's just go to Miami because they didn't want to play in Cleveland. Bosh didn't want to play in Cleveland too cold and because um, he wanted to get out of Toronto. And Wade was like, <laughs> I'm not going there, right? So they was coming as a package already. So no matter where he went, yes, he was going to, be who he was. So that's basically you saying no matter where he went, they was going to follow him and support him in getting a championship somewhere else, regardless of where he went. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really about him being by himself and going to win them championships. Like he's saying, if I didn't go to Miami, he's saying it as if he's not going to be with those other niggas. No, that's what... No, he said heat. I don't know what he's saying. If I, 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 don't, I didn't really need this Miami thing to solidify they needed my him. career. They needed him. He didn't need Miami. They needed him. So you don't think like the, the heat culture, all that stuff. What was the, What is the heat culture? The Wayne, what they the Wayne Wade the, and his championship the before, the, before he got there. The championship that D-Wade won. Oh, because they traded for a generational player by the name of Shaquille O'Neal, bringing Gary Payton, bringing 
all these other players to build with Dwayne Wade so they can win a championship. That's what the Heat culture is because all their championships was bought with generational players. Mm. They wasn't building nothing. They didn't mm. build a team. They bought a team. Mm. They bought Shaquille O'Neal, Gary Payton, all them. And then the next championships they won, they bought um, LeBron, I mean, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Mike Miller so this, and Ray Allen. This, they bought that. So this heat culture now is new? Oh, I can tell you what the heat culture is. Like, when okay, did it start? the notepad right is out. They... <laughs> uh oh. Uh, before LeBron got there, he said, he said it was <laughs> bought. It wasn't bought. They, those players was inherited. Because no, if you can say that about them, you can say that about all the teams that actually. No, but he, he's, when you're talking about heat culture, then that like heat culture should look like Golden State culture. Why should it? Because they wouldn't, and then it wouldn't be heat culture. Because they be, drafted. It would be Golden State culture. No, what I'm saying is they drafted those players and built them. Right, you're, you're pretending you're building these players because before LeBron got there, first round loss. Uh, it says 15 and 67, first round loss, first round loss, first round loss. Then LeBron and the crew came and then they went to the championship and then they won a championship and then they won a championship and then they went to the championship. LeBron left. LeBron left. Wade and the Heat culture and Bosch is still there. Uh, no playoffs. Where was the, did he take the heat coach with him? So you heard what Gilbert Arenas, uh, had to say. I was surprised when I heard that. Uh, I was very, very surprised. Number one, if you could see Gilbert's expression, he genuinely, he genu genuinely seemed annoyed by the entire conversation. You could see it on his face, on his countenance that he looked annoyed. Number two, the part that surprised me was the fact that he called out Shannon Sharp by name. He said, Shannon, you're supposed to be a LeBron guy. And to me, I'm like, well, yes, Shannon Sharp is a LeBron guy, but is he not allowed to have a strong opinion on LeBron from time to time? Like, is he not allowed... Does he have to believe everything that comes out of LeBron James gospel? Like, really, does he? I thought Shannon Sharp made a fair point, and I think the majority of the people that heard him agreed. LeBron has said that he would be still as dominant. And I want to address those comments in a second. Would LeBron have the same stats? Yes. Would he possibly have better stats if he never won a championship and he was just kind of the only guy? Arguably, yes. But would he have been winning all those championships? Hell no. Absolutely not. There would have been nobody for him to beat. Now, Gilbert said in his audio, the reason he feels LeBron would have won those championships was because he would have still formed his super team. But that don't count. Because we're talking about the fact LeBron went to Miami. It's not like as if, oh, if LeBron went to another team and brought Carmelo Anthony and brought Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh that he wouldn't win. Obviously, he would have a very great chance of winning when you're bringing those guys on. Obviously, but so would Kobe. So would any great player. So we're not going to give him that. We're talking about the standpoint of, uh, of he never went to the Miami Heat and formed a super team and remained dolo and maybe got another good all-star. Kind of the type of all-star that uh, Paul, uh, Kobe Bryant had with Paul Gasol. No, he's not. He's definitely not beating the Dallas Mavericks because 
He he was with the Miami Heat, with Dwayne Wade, with himself in his prime and Chris Brown, and they lost. So that was never going to happen. He was never going to beat those Spurs because they barely beat them in seven games with him. And D-Wade and, and, and Ray Allen and Shane Battier and all of these guys. They barely beat them. To, so that was never going to happen. They were absolutely not going to beat the Golden State Warriors. Never. So from that time point to now, he would probably have one or two rings. Probably. He would have probably got the one in L.A. with AD. And I don't know where he would have got the other one. Maybe he would have got lucky along the way. He wasn't going to beat the Golden State Warriors. That was never going to happen. He wasn't going to beat the Spurs, and he wasn't going to beat the Dallas Mavericks. So who's left? Kobe and these guys were still in the West. Now, if you're talking about he's going to come to the West by himself, he would have got smacked. He's who he if, if he's coming with a super team, then he has a chance. And as a matter of fact, LeBron said himself that the reason he went to Miami was to win championships. That's what LeBron said. If LeBron felt like... He could have won championships anywhere. Then why did he go to Miami? Why did he go to Miami? Why didn't he stay in Cleveland? That's number uh, number one. Number two, are we sure we want to make an enemy out of Shannon Sharp? Is that the person we want to make an enemy? Shannon Sharp is arguably the biggest face in sports media in the United States. Or, or if it's not him, he's in the top three with Stephen A. Smith and, and maybe Skip Bayless and whoever. He's there. He's the number one LeBron advocate. He's the one that has a lot of these dweebs running around talking about LeBron James. Go, it's him. He's been one that's been. He's been the one pushing that line. So we getting ready to go at Shan. Y'all want to lose that supporter? Is that the guy y'all want to lose? Y'all don't want to lose Shannon. He's the hottest thing in sports media right now. You don't want to lose that one. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Let me get into this topic here. Yesterday, uh, well, the last 24 hours has been, um, there's been a lot of electricity in the sports world because of what was said on ESPN yesterday and what's been said after and all of the content is being produced around this story. So essentially, this is what happened yesterday. Uh, they're they're hosting ESPN first taking at um, Shannon Sharp's alma mater, uh, and they have these live audiences. So when you're having a live audience, you need to speak loud. You need to be a little bit more animated to get your energy through in a room full of people, right? So, and this is standard procedure. So they're talking, and at one point in the show, they are addressing uh, some comments that LeBron made. Uh, you know, when he after the Lakers beat the uh, after the Lakers lost, excuse me, to the Miami Heat. So they were addressing some comments that LeBron made in the post game. Uh, where he essentially said, I'm going to quickly paraphrase that he appreciates everything that happened with the Miami Heat, but he believes that he would have gone on to have the same career uh, had he not joined the Miami Heat. So when they brought this question to the co-hosts of the show or the, the, the people that were tuning in to listen to, in this case, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp, they started weighing in and Shannon Sharp was very, very uh, uh, passionate with his response. So while Shannon was talking, towards the end, Molly Karam, she interjects herself into the conversation and then she starts to interrupt Shannon. And usually what happens is when she does that to Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith just sits there quietly. He doesn't say anything. But in this case, Shannon listened to her and then he bounced back. Like he responded like, how? Like he, he responded like, yo, what do you like? As if he's talking to any person on on the panel, I was like, wow, he, he definitely shutting her down. 
uh, for trying to interrupt him. And I liked it because I'm like, let the guy finish his thought. Number one, number two, we're tuning in to hear what Shannon Sharp has and Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith predominantly have to say. I'm sorry. That's the reason I watch under, uh, ESPN First Take. I'm tuning in to hear what the what the, what the host of the show uh, have to say, not the moderator. This is just my view. I think a lot of people share this view, right? So we actually want to play that. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you, brought to you by our brand new sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now, here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So what we want to do is want to play this exchange, and I want you guys to listen to it all the way at the end, where Molly interrupts Shannon with some point that that nobody asked her for, and then he now responds. So take a listen to that exchange here. I think it still would be at this level, no matter if I would have came here or not. Let's not get it twisted. The four years I was here, it was amazing. I loved everything about it. Loved this franchise. This franchise is top tier. It's one of the best franchises in the world. But as far as my career, my career was going to be my career. And as far as individually, because I know how much I put into the game and I know how much I strive to be as great as I can be. <laughs> and as far as what I was able to learn, here was second to none. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. Shannon? Yes. Do you agree with what LeBron said about his time in Miami? Hell no, I vehemently disagree. I strenuously disagree with what he said. At the time that he had arrived in Miami, he had two M he had two regular season MVPs and one finals appearance through his first seven seasons. LeBron, do you realize the reason why you got into the GOAT conversation because of what transpired in Miami? You won two more finals MVPs. You more won two more regular season MVPs. You went to four straight finals. LeBron, how can you say that your career was going to be the same without going to Miami? LeBron, I'm not so sure had you not gone to Miami, how do I make a com compelling case and I can argue any case before the Supreme Court? How do I make a case that he's a top five player if he doesn't go to Miami, Stephen A? I don't understand why LeBron wants to be so dismissive. Okay, I get it. You dislike Pat Riley. Pat Riley didn't give you the, 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 the latitude that Cleveland, like the Lakers do. I get everything that you're saying from that aspect. But to sit there and sit in front of a, 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 the media and say your career was going to be the your career was going to be the career. Come on, LeBron, man, you got to stop this. It's okay to give the Miami Heat the credit that they deserve. Man. I almost caught a heart attack. <laughs> I cannot believe I am so proud of you right now. I thought you were going to disagree. This touches my heart, Chad Shaw. I, can't, I didn't believe you were capable of such a thing. Come on. I don't, with LeBron, I mean, we are marching locks. It's supposed to be a debate show. But damn it, ain't no debate here. No. Because you're 1,000% correct. What the hell is wrong with you, LeBron? What the hell is wrong with you? Let me tell y'all something. LeBron James loses in Boston 
when he goes to Miami, how does it happen? You got James Dolan talking about making him a billionaire. That didn't work. You got other teams looking at him. Pat Riley rolled up and put rings on the table. Right. Do, do you want these? Okay. Well, here's how you get them. Now, obviously, I broke the story about how he's going to end up taking his talents to South Beach. But make no mistake about it. Do y'all understand the greatness of a Hall of Famer by the name of Dwayne Wade? Yes. He was a great player. He was a great leader. Let's go back to LeBron's rookie year. LeBron, every press conference was D. Wade looking right at it, was sitting right next to him. Why was that? Because mentally, despite the greatness of LeBron James as a talent, mentally he was warped. He was scared to shoot free throws. He was scared to really take the bull by the horn. Give me the rock. I'm that dude. I'm that man. Okay? So much so that even after they lost in the finals to Dallas, when Jason Terry was guarding him in the post in the fourth quarter. And don't J.J. Get me Barea. And J.J. Barea. Okay? Como esta, by the way. The bottom line is this. When that happened, the following year, All-Star Weekend, and I've said this many times, LeBron James got the ball in his hands. The late, great Kobe Bryant claps his hands, let's go, and defending him. An exhibition All-Star game to just having a good time. And he threw the ball in the corner, and it was a turnover. And Melo, D-Wade, Kobe, everybody descended on LeBron. What's the matter with you? He was warped. He was, and that is why, Shannon Sharp. I haven't given him the title as GOAT because I got to take into account all of those things before you started winning championships. And what I'm saying is that he's been going against Jordan and those brothers right. with that kind of mentality before he ever won a championship. He'd have never won one. They'd have shut it down because they'd have snatched his heart. But because he got to Miami and learned what it took to be a champion, okay. he's been unstoppable since. There's a difference. Let me play devil's advocate because yes. I'm not sure you guys are totally reading his quotes right. So he says, I think I would still be at this level no matter if I would have came here or not. Meaning I'd be this type. Let me just go through it. Yes. I'd be this type of caliber yes, player. I believe that. Whether I went to Miami or not. Let me dive into it again. But as far as my career, my career was going to be my career as far as individually. Because I know how much I put in the game and what I strive to be. Meaning like my destiny was my destiny. Th this is what was planned for me. And I put in the work. No matter where I went, I was going to make it happen. It. How do you see fault in that? How about this? I'll yes, I, I believe he probably would have been the all-time leading scorer. But there is no argument that could be made that he's the GOAT. There would be no argument that could be made that he's a top-five player. How do you know that? Because he doesn't have championships, Molly. You cannot be, you cannot be in the GOAT. How do you know he couldn't have gone on, somewhere me. else and got championships? See, now we're doing hypothetical. But I'm just saying, that's what he's saying. This is a hypothetical. Well, well hypothetically... You want, you, want, you want me to take a shot? You want me to take a shot? Molly, <laughs> Molly, let's deal with what we okay. know. Why is it so hard for him to say, you know what, Miami was great for me. I won two of my, I won two of my finals MVPs in this location. I won two regular season MVPs in location. That's when people start... Once he went to Miami, a lot of people said the best version of LeBron James in his 21-year career was that four-year block in Miami. He was sensational yep. on both ends of the court. Okay, yes. Would he have still been playing 21 years? I believe he'd have still been playing 21 years. I believe he'd have been playing at this level. But I do not believe we would, Stephen A. and others would be having a conversation that he's in the GOAT debate. I believe he's number one had he not gone okay. to Miami. Well, let me so you heard the exchange there. Let me tell you why we're even covering this. The reason we're covering this is because I was surprised to see uh, Shannon react that way to Molly Karam. 
The reason is, is because of the company that he's working for. ESPN is pretty pro bashing men. That's their whole MO. They love to bash men on that network and uh, belittle guys on their network. They do it at times to black guys. If some people feel like that I offended that I said that, that's your bloody business. It's the bloody fact. Um, and it seems to be standard procedure at the network. So, and you even saw this take place when Malika Andrews felt that she can come on Stephen A. Smith's show and basically dictate the terms of how the show is going to be ran. And then Stephen A. Smith pushed back on her, like, excuse me, you're on my show telling me how we're going to conduct this, you know, how this conversation is going to go. You must be confused uh, where you're at. So for Shannon Sharp to react that way, I was a bit surprised, right? I was a bit surprised, but here's the thing. I think Shannon reacted the same way he would have reacted had it been a man or woman. I think that was his natural reaction. Do you know why I say that? Because I've heard Shannon Sharp react that very same way hundreds of times to Skip Bayless. And Skip Bayless is a male. We never made a big deal out of it, so we're not going to make a big deal out of that. To me, I was just surprised that that took place on the network because we know ESPN. We know what ESPN stands for. We, 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 we are fully aware of that. My thoughts on the interruption is simply this. Listen, I think that the, the majority of us, when we tune into ESPN First Take, specifically that show, we're tuning in to hear Shannon Sharp speak and Stephen A. Smith speak. In the case of Shannon, he's only on the show two days a week. That's it. He won't be here. He's not there on Wednesday, Thursday. He's not there. He's only Monday and Tuesdays. So when people tune in, they really want to hear what he has to say. And to then interrupt him with the point that made no sense, it made it even worse. Some people are like, well, what, do you, what do you mean? Here's why I said it made no sense and it's the reason why uh, Shannon Sharp disagreed and Stephen A. Smith was going to continue to disagree. The reason is this. Shannon already addressed the point she tried to bring up, but she brought it up anyway because she just felt like talking. Shannon said, could LeBron have gone on to win the scoring title, meaning all time? He said, yes. Could he have made all-star teams? Yes. Could he have made all NBA teams? Absolutely. Because that's what he was already doing in Cleveland. In this case, he's talking about winning championships. And that's the point he harped on. He said, this is what Shannon said, there's no way we're having this conversation if LeBron doesn't win those finals MVPs in Miami and is playing at that level on a championship winning team, that was his point. She tried to take it somewhere else that was totally obscure. She was bringing up something he had already addressed. And then what she tried to do, she tried to throw in a hypothetical. He's like, well, how do you know? He's like, I'm dealing with reality. I'm dealing with reality. So to me, it's a breath of fresh air. I understand that's how it works on ESPN First Take. That's how it's going to be. Um, these guys, the men on that show, are never allowed to really push back in moments like this. And to me, listen, I think you should be able to express yourself the same way you would express yourself to a man or woman if we're all on the same stage together. This is what I personally believe. I think we're all equal. Correct? Correct? If we're all equal, we should all be able to react to each other equally. Am I wrong or right, right about this? If we're all equal, we should all get the same reactions. Just what I'm saying. Or are we not all equal? Or is it that we're equal and not equal depending on the circumstance? See the hypocrisy? These are my thoughts. Whatever you guys think, please leave your thoughts and comments in the comments. Oh, and oh by the way, 
if you guys try to take it down that road, oh, you you doesn't like you're gonna lose very quickly. <laughs> my first child is a, is a girl, and I love her more than anybody apart from my my wife and my my parents. So uh, not gonna work. Catch you on the next show. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.